Thank you very much for joining us here for Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. Uh, we're here joined by our celebrity guest, Carrie. Thank you so much for joining us again, Carrie. Hey, it's good to be here. All right. We So today we are going to be discussing a little bit about Thirst Mutilator. This is the first time we've done any non-alcoholic, never mind, scratch that. We did do a Sprecher episode. Yeah. Uh, but... This one's actually really exciting. This Thirst Mutilator was released a little under a year ago. And this was, was this Short's first non-alcoholic project? First non-alcoholic project, yep. First thing that we had done. Very exciting. In sector. You guys did this in collaboration with Billy Strings. Yes, yes, we did. Um, this is a genuine labor of love for me that has been in the works since... Uh, 2019, October of 2019, I think, is when the first conversation happened about the potential for a collaboration with a musician. And we hadn't decided on a musician. I actually have a very dear friend who works for Jimmy Buffett. Um, and just in a weird... He's from northern Michigan. He's a big shorts fan. So, you know, so you never know where the connections are going to come from. Uh, and he and I just got talking about, you know, how that this is a thing that's starting to happen. Like breweries are collaborating with different artists. And we kept talking about if we were going to do it. I'd really want it to be something that felt authentic to shorts, that felt like it connected back to us. And so, yeah, we started talking about that. And at some point in time in 2020, he reached out to me. He lives in Nashville. And he was like, hey, have you, uh, you heard of Billy Strings? Because I just met his manager. And I my jaw dropped because Billy uh, is from Michigan and used to play at the pub all the time when he was coming up. So we've got a really great stage. We've always done, like, honor cover for music and had live music on Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights. And, yeah, he used to come play all the time and just shred even as a kid. Um, he's just incredible on the guitar. Um bluegrass stuff but like in a way that will blow your mind for sure um and i was like oh my goodness that makes a ton of sense but i also at that point in time knew that billy doesn't drink billy hasn't drank in a long time smokes a bunch of weed does not drink so <laughs> we were like how do we do something with him or what would we pitch and i knew at that point in time we weren't really ready to get into non-alcoholic beer because there's a lot more to that we didn't really know if we wanted to play around with the equipment um, we had just started kind of looking at some options for some yeast things that we could potentially do to make NA beer, but I just knew the development time on that was going to take a lot. Um, and I, you know, with us having the 19% partnership with Lagunitas, knew about Happy Refresher from them and was like, that could be really interesting. It could be a fun way to go. Um, turns out Billy drinks a ton of fizzy water. So he like just crushes LaCroix and, and different things along those lines. So when we pitched that, it was they were like, this is a no-brainer. It feels really good. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the start of that. Just spent a lot of time like looking at different flavor options. We sent a bunch of samples to Billy. So the lemon-lime flavor is Billy Strings approved. As far as how we did that, it was his choice that that would be the first one that we released. Um, Krista, our marketing brand and brand director, found a really great uh, artist called Gig Art that kind of took a bunch of things from kind of Billy Strings lore and shorts and combined all of that together to give us this really incredible label that I think ties into everything we wanted it to be. So that's the, the long version of how this product came about, for sure. All of the nitty gritty of how Thirst Mutilator came to exist in the beginning. That's awesome. I didn't realize that there was a backstory on the label. I mean, there's definitely a question behind it. You know, like it's <laughs> it's wild, but it's identifiable. Yeah. Um, I figured it was just something that you guys maybe had like a local artist or something do it. But it's nice to know that there's like there's a story behind this. Yeah. There's there's aspects from both parties involved in this mural yeah. on this can. Yeah, and Billy. Um 
If you, anybody has seen him live or knows anything about him, um, art is incredibly important to him. He actually does show posters for every show and collaborates with different artists for those. Um, and it's a really big deal. People like line up for two hours before the show to try and get limited release posters from the shows. Like people will come in with poster tubes that they carry to the concert to be able to get them. So we really knew that we wanted to tie into that and make sure that the artwork on the label really kind of matched up to any of that theming and different imagery that he would be into. So yeah, he definitely something he looked at the label and kind of approved everything that was on there, had thoughts where he was like, put an El Camino on there, you know, add more mushrooms, different things like that were stuff that came up from him. So cool to have that kind of that back end feedback. Um, the name Thirst Mutilator, if you don't know, that's actually the name of an instrumental song off of one of his original EPs. So it's actually a Billy String song. So the, the name was kind of a no brainer. We went through a bunch of different options. And I was like, how do we not just call this Thirst Mutilator? Like it's right there. And it does exactly that. It totally mutilates your thirst. It's a, a great product for that. That's great to know. I I had no idea about that either. Yeah. That's that's some cool lore on this can. Like that yeah. the 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 name being tied back to Billy's strings. That is that is so cool. Yeah. Love that. When it comes to the flavor profile, um we talked a lot about whether we wanted to use real fruit or natural flavors or how we did that and we really decided that sticking with being totally 0%, 0% alcohol, 0 calories, just like genuinely an elevated version of a fizzy water, you know, giving people something that would kind of cater to that. And then being really strategic with the hop oils that we're using in there to make sure that um, the flavor that's coming from that is not excessively hoppy. Um, And that's what I think kind of differentiates Thirst Mutilator from most hop waters that exist in the market. A lot of them are going to be like chewing on a hop cone or a hop pellet. They're incredibly hop forward, um, which as an IPA lover is a really great thing. You know, it's fun to be able to have that if you're looking for something like, I don't want to drink a beer right now, but I want everything that tastes like an IPA. Um, But kind of conveniently lined up with the whole release of this, I was also attempting to have a kid. So I was like going through the process of not drinking even when I really like beer. And it turns out I don't like drinking non-alcoholic beers. Um, But it just felt weird to me and my brain couldn't really make the jump. But I also got really frustrated, like standing in a group of people and not having a beer in my hand and having them be like, why are you drinking a LaCroix? What's that? What's going on? And then like, are you pregnant? You just get all the questions. And sometimes you just don't want questions. You just want to hang out with your friends and you want everything to feel just normal and cool about that. Um, So Thirst Mutilator really kind of buttoned all of that up. You know, when you're holding it in your hand, it looks like a beer. It feels like a beer. Everything about it kind of drinks a little bit more elevated than just having a fizzy water. But it's also approachable to anybody. You know, you don't have to love hops to want to drink it. It's genuinely something that if you normally are just drinking LaCroix, you can have Thirst Mutilator and it's going to kind of get the job done for you. So you mentioned that you guys use hop oils and how is it that you guys craft it? Is it crafted in the same style that you guys make a beer? Do you guys just take water and add CO2 and make it carbonated? Yeah, it's incredibly simple for that, which is a really nice thing. So genuinely, yeah, we're just taking water and we're blessed with really great water in northern Michigan, uh, carbonating that and then being able to add a ratio of hop oil and then a little bit of lemon and lime natural flavoring into there. And and that's it. So it's a really straightforward process. we splurged a little bit on making sure that the packaging looked really cool. So that's that's a little bit of, of kind of where additional cost. And then, of course, having a partnership with Billy Strings, there's a royalty that goes back to him on that. Um, yeah, so it's a really it's a, a genuinely easy thing to make. That's the nice thing is nobody has to worry about being out of stock on Thirst Mutilator at any point in time because we can fire up a batch and have it done in like three days. So That's way cool. Yeah, fast. Fast to get it done, which is cool. Well, and I got to tell you, I, I'm not a big fan of 
like seltzer waters. Yeah. Like, it's just not really something I ever yeah. really got into. On, honest to goodness, no lie, no fib, no fluffing it up, whatever. The My supervisor brought one in one day. It was like, here, have one. I was like, it's a seltzer water. I'm whatever. not going to want it. It's a seltzer yeah. water. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is so good. It hits the palate right. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't, it's not overwhelming, but it's like the thing that seltzers, I feel like, don't take into consideration is there's a lot of flavors that are just overdone. Lemon lime hop. It's in. It's new, and like I'm not tired of it. My brain isn't tired of it, and it's not like a short thing. Like this is. I'm, right. I'm talking like no, honestly. Yeah, it's like straight up just delicious. Yeah, it's so delicious. And it's been. I mean, like we knew that one of the biggest things that we were going to need to do with their simulator is get it into people's mouths, right? Because it's not other hop waters. It's not any other carbonated beverage. Like it really is other than, I think that that's the thing that gets us the most excited about it is we feel like we really innovated here in a category that had the space for innovation. And across my 12 years in the beverage industry and tasting people out over and over again on something, I have never had something be more of a home run as far as like you give a thirst mutilator to anybody and they're like, damn, that's good. Damn, that's good. Like, across the board, wherever you take it. Um, And it's been really interesting, again, having my buddy that works for Jimmy Buffett. He's been, like, taking it out on tour with him. So he's, like, giving them to different people and having other people try it. Um, And, like, same from him. He's, like, everybody loves it. Everybody's just blown away by how good it is. So we're just – we feel like we're really at tip of iceberg with what we can do with this and and kind of where this can go, especially with how much, like, Sober Curious is turning into something that's really, really important to people. Um, and just, yeah, being able to support that. And it's a, it's a great thing to have on backup, you know. You drink two Humas and then finish your day with a bunch of Thirst Mutilator. It's the right way to go, you know. That's kind the of thing. Keep, keep the party going. Well, that means that, you know, 11 o'clock at night when the party's over, you, you know, you can feel yeah. feel comfortable going home, whatever you need to do. Yeah. Uh, no, that's unique to see the ingenuity that Shorts puts into their beer into something so simple as sparkling water, mm-hmm. right? How Shorts, the, the Willy Wonka of beer is able to take water and make it fun. Yeah. And make it enjoyable and fun to drink. And then it it makes an incredible mixer as well. Um, kind of a call back to us talking about Soft Parade. When I went out with Richard and we did a press tour for Soft Parade Vodka, uh, we were making Collins on air um, at a couple of news stations, and we made all of them with Thirst Mutilator as the club soda. So we used that instead of club soda in them. And, like... It wasn't until the last day that Richard actually drank one, you know, because we're out working, we're getting stuff done. And then we finished up and it was like the last time he was going to have to go on air. So he took a sip and then he looked at me and he was like, oh, my God, that would thirst me later in there. That's so good. And I was like, yeah, it's just it makes a really great mixer as well. So incredibly versatile on there. Um, Yeah, I can't express how pumped I am for 16 ounce cans to exist because I feel like it's exactly the amount of this that you want to drink every time I have a 12 ounce I'm always like I could use a little more and then you just end up drinking two which is fine but having it in 16 ounce I think um, it's going to be so helpful for concert venues for golf courses for any of those places where you're looking for something in just like a higher higher volume um, to be able to do it Um, and I think we did really great on that pricing is a great place to be you also can still buy it in 12 packs the same way you can with the locals light 16 ounce cans so um some just huge versatility you know into into a profile that's awesome yeah no it, it's a super versatile beverage i didn't realize that you guys were doing mixing with those yeah actually you know what come to think of it 
maybe I did see it. You guys released a couple of uh, Parade Vodka, Soft Parade Vodka recipes. Yep. Thirst Mutilator would have been in there, huh? Yep. Yep, on there. And then we've actually, I don't know if we put those out recently, but we've got um, a couple of curated cocktails as well from Billy's team. So Billy Strings team had put together a couple that they were like approved of to use. Does So I maybe Billy Strings doesn't drink, but does he... Does he have a favorite mix or cocktail? Or not that mocktail? I know of. Yeah, no? not that I know of on there. He's pretty much like a straight up just he's going to drink the Thirst Mutilator. Uh, he also just really likes like pop, like grape soda. Oh, it's really? just a fun Billy Strings fact for everybody in case you want one. That Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it. That's super yeah. cool. Huh. Okay, so let's go ahead and taste it. So, yeah, yeah. Perfect. All right. So, yeah, we talked about the can a little bit. It's this beautiful mural. I also really love that we chose to do the metallic print on here. Um, I just think this can feels really nice. It has, like, a, a pleasant touch to it, you know, when you're yes. holding it in your hand. It's not as not as glossy as, like, the Locals Light yeah. cans. Yeah, it's a little uh, muted. Yes. No, I love that. The smell here, it smells fruity. It's, it's lemon. not Lemon Pledge. Yeah, it's, it's not, not Lemon, lemon Pledge. pledge. <laughs> it smells fresh. Very fresh. Yeah. Yeah, very fresh. And I think you get that little bit of, like, the nose is really where the hops come through for me the most. Like, I think that's what blends in with that lemon-lime is you get this little bit of, like, fresh-cut grass, kind of, but it's not aggressive in that. It's just kind of, like you said, that light walk outside. I imagine if you could walk out into, like, just a bunch of lemon and lime in nature, this is what it would smell like. Like a lemon orchard. Like, if I if you got hit with a cool breeze through a lemon orchard... I, I feel like this is what it would smell like. A cool breeze through a lemon orchard. That's it. We solved it, everyone. <laughs> if you're looking for how to describe the smell of Thirst Mutilator, done. Love it. <laughs> I think people can be real finicky about carb level when it comes to fizzy water. Because mm-hmm. it turns out fizzy water, people have a lot of opinions on this. And that's, uh, for me, one of the things that I really love about Thirst Mutilator is it's because it's carved like a beer would be carved. And so it's not like big aggressive bubbles essentially it's like at this really nice kind of level that i think makes it very quaffable i think it's easy to kind to chug if you want to if you're very thirsty like it genuinely will mutilate your thirst just keep saying it (laughs) unfortunately during the recording of this session the laptop that we were using to record actually died the rest of this recording was completed on zoom enjoy man zoom i (laughs) woof Cool. So we had the opportunity to talk a little bit about, um, you know, the carbonation level. Did you guys have any like special way that you guys did any carbonation or anything? Not that I know of. Um, from what I understand, that's very, very similar to everything that we're doing. More carbon up beers and ciders. Um, we're making that, you know, and in, in the same place, and it's just a lot easier to do. So nothing, nothing really specific there. Again, just the fact that it's being done by a brewery, um, which is the way that we've always talked about our ciders as well. You know that they kind of fit a unique niche in the in the cider market as well. Yes. Yeah. No Starcut. I amazing stuff out of Starcut, and I yeah, love thanks. when you guys do the crossover beverages between shorts and star cut those are always really a lot of fun billy strings at this point what is his involvement with the beverage does he yeah he's drinking it and that's what that's all we need him to do right uh yeah so at this point in time you know us being able to to use his name is really exciting and knowing that he is kind of backing and supporting it so we have that out on tour with him um and we're working on being able to actually sell that at concert venues that he is playing so that those places are bringing it in so uh, when he plays pine knob on the 16th of june uh you'll be able to buy 16 ounce cans of thirst mutilator at that show and then a group of us from shorts including joe short 
we're going to go to the show beforehand and set up a really great tailgate out front. So we're going to set up a space, uh, be able to kind of talk to people about Thirst Mutilator and the collab with Billy. And then um, we're also going to toss a couple of alien suits on people and be roaming around the parking lot and giving out samples and just kind of getting people hyped for the show, which will be a really good time. Um, yeah, so it's been cool kind of making all of that stuff happen. Uh, we've got a really great uh, kind of collaboration video that we're going to release uh, on June 5th. So I think probably by the time this is aired, that will be out um, and that'll live on Billy's YouTube and it'll be on Short's YouTube as well. So we'll kind of share that across social platforms, which is cool. Um, yeah, so it's been a really cool kind of unique thing that we've been able to come up with. Um, and I just really love kind of, yeah, tying back to the history of Short's and our connection to music and how important that's always been to us as a company and being able to have it be something that, you know, watching somebody's career grow and watching our company grow kind of in line with each other. I mean, you know, nobody at Shorts is winning a Grammy, but, you know, we're doing we're doing all right for ourselves, I suppose, in the world of Michigan craft. So, yeah, it's just been been a fun thing for sure. You just got to hire Billy as a temp. And then <laughs> and there you go. And then right. uh, then somebody will at Shorts will have won a Grammy. And then somebody uh, will, yeah. I think he's an honorary employee if if he wants the title <laughs> at this point in time. Uh, my buddy from uh, that we kind of started this whole thing with, he always jokes with me. He's like, you know, you're in the rock and roll business now. And I'm like, I don't know about that, man. But it's, you know, it's kind of a cool, cool thing to have going on for sure. Absolutely. So in terms of advertisement, um, is there any crossover at all between what Billy's got going on? and the beverage or is it really quiet i know we talked a little bit earlier on about how he you know didn't want his name slapped on the beverage he wanted yeah. it to be really classy like a really well done collaboration uh in terms of point of sale stuff that we're able to uh promote the beverage using is there any crossover at all um, at this point in time, we've got sell sheets that kind of connect it back to Billy so that you can talk to accounts about that. Um, we're hoping to, at some point in time, when kind of, I think timing feels right, be able to then look at, you know, do we want to be able to put Billy's picture on a poster or something that we put up, but also like, we don't want this to look like Kid Rock. And I, I say that with from a place of love and respect for everyone in the music industry and everybody who is doing collaborative stuff. Like, I get that p diddy made a vodka or whatever right but like that's not we're we're not trying to be that at this point in time and i think also um there's mutilators for everybody you know and it's not something that i think you need to be a billy fan to be able to really love and to have it be something that you're gonna be like holy crap i want this in my fridge all the time so that i can drink it all the time um and so we don't want to pigeonhole it in that way like i don't want people to think that like you got to be a person who likes like bluegrass rock, you know, and smoking weed to want to enjoy a thirst mutilator, you know, it works for everybody. I'm a 40 year old mom and it's like my favorite thing to drink. So, you know, you know, we pride ourselves on being, you know, innovation being a really kind of core pillar of what Schwartz Brewing stands for. And it's always really exciting when you have one of those things that comes out and you feel like you really hit it, you know, where you're like, I haven't had anything like this. And I think then it also becomes an uphill battle. And this is true for Schwartz out the gate, you know, when you make something like Soft Parade um, or back in the day when you released Freedom of 78, when nobody is putting fruits in their IPAs and you're trying to explain to people like what that flavor profile looks like and why they're going to love it, even though they have no frame of comparison, you know, and I think Thirst Mutilator really does that, you know, it is not like other hop waters, it is not like hard seltzers, it's not like a LaCroix, like it kind of fits in its own very, very special spot that is just filled with refreshment, you know, so it's a, 
it's a good place to be, but also then tricky because you're like, how do I, how do I tell somebody how good this is when everybody wants you to give it a benchmark, you know, for something else that, that it's like, and it's, I don't know, you got to drink it. I like to say drinking is believing a lot of times with different shorts products, you know, you're like, just try it. That's the only way that I can get you on board. I love it. That's, that is, yes, absolutely. Um, so I think that pretty much covers just about everything. It's a good spot to go, right? Drinking yeah. is believing. It's like drinking is believing. <laughs> it's a solid note to end on. Are there any plans for any new thirst mutilator flavors? Ooh, yeah, we're in early discussions for that. Um, and timing on that to be determined, you know, like when, when we want to get that out, we actually have some flavors that we've already kind of played around a little bit with. Um, oh, there it is. Now you have a grandfather clock going off in the background. You're this is good. your moment of zen brought to you by Schwartz Brewing Company. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody take a breath and remember everything's all right. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, we're kind of playing around with different things. And that's where we love to get Billy's input. Like that's a lot of this was, you know, he he was the impetus behind it being lemon lime and that flavor profile. We had sent him a bunch of samples of different ones that we had kind of come up with after he told us kind of direction for what he liked. And then he got to make the final call on what the flavor which one we actually went with. And so we've kind of talked through other ones on there. Um, it could end up being something weird, like a like a twist on grape soda, but a completely non-alcoholic, non-calorie, non-sugar version of that. Because uh, he, likes, he likes sugary drinks too. So being able to get something that's going to kind of hit on those flavors. And I think I said before that, you know, Thirst Me Later itself, I feel like I've had multiple people tell me Tastes a little bit like a really, really like craft, light, refreshing Sprite in some ways. And I'm like, I can see that a little bit. Maybe we just continue to go down that path of taking things that are, it's like, maybe it has a whisper of reminding you of a soda of sorts. Who knows? We'll see. But yeah, there'll be another flavor at some point in time, for sure. That's great. That's so exciting to hear. Thank yeah. you very much, Carrie. We really appreciate you joining us again. And uh, apologies again for the uh, techn technological uh, chaos that ensued. So, um, Thank you. We we really appreciate you being here uh, or, yeah. as our celebrity uh, guest, of course. <laughs> yes, yeah, celebrity guest. Uh, as always, my my absolute pleasure to be here with y'all. And uh, I think a little chaos, whether technological or in any other format, is always a little bit welcome in life. So thanks. Thank you very much. And thank you for joining us on another episode of Imperial Beverage Presents Another Round. Until next time, cheers. Cheers. <laughs>